You got okay. it. Okay. Oh, it's recording. What's going on, sis? At me. Let's have oh, this. Oh my goodness. I'm so glad to have you on this show. Wait, wait a minute, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Journey with Joy. And I have a wonderful, awesome guest, my sister, Marvette, the artist. Hey, What's going it. on? What's happening? I'm excited. Thank you for the invitation. Like for real. I going through a transition, but I would dare not do this for you because you always support me. So I dare not tell you no. I and thank I'm, you so much. And I'm so proud of you. Like I love to see with my family stepping out there. You Man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and I had to come out my comfort zone for real, for real. You know, this is the season. God is raising us up for such a time as this to come out of our little box. And so this is one of those coming out of my little box moments. So enough about me. Tell us tell us about yourself before we delve into this topic. Who are you? Part two. So Marvet the Artist. Marvet the Artist is a mother of three, a grandmother of three and a half, because my oldest daughter's going to have another one. Bless the Lord. So I help four grandbabies. Oh, man, that's so dope. Um... I am an artist. I am a teacher. I am, I wear a lot of hats, y'all. But at the end of all of that, I'm a servant. And that's that's the bottom line. I don't care what, you can call me Marvette and I'm fine with it. You don't have to say Marvette the artist. You don't have to say elder. You don't have to say none of that. You can just say Marvette and I'm going to respond. Because at, before I was all of that, I was a servant of God. Before I became a mom, I was a servant. Before I became a grandmother, I was a servant. And so that, that's never left. So that's who Marvetti is. I am a woman of God who loves people, who absolutely loves and adore God, and I'm a servant. Man, that's what I'm talking about. And that's what it's all about, sis. You know, and that's part of knowing who you are. You knew who you were before just being a servant, you know. And then when God started orchestrating and just putting every puzzle piece together, because all of us have a puzzle pass everybody yeah. got you know what i'm saying how that all comes together but i love the fact that wherever god has you where god has you it doesn't matter where you've been where you're going that servant just call it just humbling ourselves enough to call ourselves a servant before any other title that's what's up. That is what God smiles about. Because yes. sometimes we get, we, we smell ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And and God got to, baby, you got to humble. You got to humble yourself. You, you're not all of that like you think you are. Because <laughs> before I added all of this to you, remember, this is where you were before. Before yes. I manifested and transformed your life. Come on. That's man, good. okay. See, I can be chill with my sis, man. I'm <laughs> y'all see a different side of of joy today, but it's it's the it, it's just another side of a realness of me, and I can be myself when I'm around people that I know that truly appreciate the connection, and I appreciate the connection that we have with each other. Yes. All right. So y'all listen up. Last week, we started talking about Mark 5. We was going to delve into this scripture. 
So if you have your Bibles, y'all turn to Mark 5. We're going to read verses 1 through 8. And here it is. Oh, Lord, do I need my glasses. I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> then they came to the other side of the sea to the country of Gadarenes. And when he had come out, immediately there met him a man who was in the tombs that had an unclean spirit mm. and had his dwelling among the tombs and no one could bind him, not even with chains because he had been bound with shackles and chains and the chains have been pulled apart by him and the shackles broken in pieces. Neither could anyone bind him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stones. My God. When he saw Jesus, this is the caveat, y'all. Despite every dysfunction this man was going through, this is the caveat. Verse six, when he saw Jesus from afar, mm. he ran and worshiped him. And he cried out with a loud voice and said, what have I to do with you, Jesus, son of the most high God? I implore you by God that you do not torment me. For he said to him, come out. This is what Jesus said. Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. And that's when Jesus asked him, what is your name? Yes. And he answered saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. Listen, listen, listen here. Marvette, Ooh. tell me your revelation on how can this tie into who are you with this man that had this unclean spirit? Let me tell you, when I, I read the scripture, right? And I read it and then I kind of like laid my head down, just pondered on the scripture, and then I read it again before we got on. And I'm gonna tell you what blessed me in that is that even the spirit recognized mm. who Jesus was. Come on, it was a clean spirit, but it recognized the power of the most high God. And so in us, man, when you get to knowing who we are, finding out who we are. Even the unclean thing in us know that we got to line up with the, with the most high. I don't, the, the, the spirit said, don't torment me. Why are you doing this to me? Because for the legion was comfortable inside of that body. Come on, that spirit was comfortable inside of that man. So let me be, Jesus, leave me alone. In the name of some man, leave me alone because I'm good. Right, right. I, I got full control over this man. He's going to do everything I want him to do. He's strong. He's going to move the way I want him to move. So leave us alone. But he knew when Jesus opened up his mouth that he mm. was going to have to leave that man's body. And that man was going to have to be whole. So in knowing that who you are, whatever it is on the inside, whatever that unclean thing on the inside of you, if you go before the Father, I promise you it's got to go. When you begin to speak, if you just say his name and you say the name Jesus, what from a man, I'm getting excited. Hey, let the Lord but use your sis. About the name of Jesus. Yes. And let yourself holds power. So when you begin to say Jesus, I guarantee you things got to move. When you say his name, your body got to line up with the word of God. Your Come mind got to line up with the word of God. Your emotions got to line up with the word of God. 
Come on, yo, it got to line up when you say the name Jesus and you know what the authority that's on the inside of you, when you know without a shadow of a doubt, when I say Jesus, mountains got to move. When I say Jesus, things got to shift. Preach. That that unclean spirit, that legion, who was, it was many of them on the inside knew that this man, he got so much power and I got to bow down and I'm begging him to leave me alone. I'm begging. And you know what's crazy, y'all? It's things on the inside of us that's begging Jesus to leave us alone. Come on. We, come on. It's things on the inside of us that, that we, we have to be honest with ourselves. That there are some things that we that we in or we've done that we were comfortable doing. We in prayer, we didn't go to God for them. We went to God for some other stuff, but it was some things that we were comfortable mm. in doing that we want Jesus to touch. That we don't want to touch. We That's leave that good. part of me alone. Let me stay right here. Jesus. Jesus. And so, hey, listen, Joy. I, <laughs> sis, I can't, sis. Oh, I my gosh. Y'all know I, it's the preacher in me, y'all. Forget it's me. It's the preacher I, in my sister, man. I'm telling you. But it, it's, it's hardcore, but it's real because... You know, the, tr the the part that gets me is when the Bible says that no matter how, the, the, these are the people in the village. I'm pretty sure these were people that probably knew this man before he even became the way that he was, mm -hmm. you know, but they were trying to handle him from a natural standpoint. And baby, when you're dealing with people who are bound by demons you cannot use natural weapons. They were trying to chain him up, bind him up. Ooh, but Jesus. at the end of the day, Jesus. <laughs> That's all we can say, Jesus. Man. The Bible says who the son sets free is free indeed. It wasn't the chains to set the man free, it was Jesus. It's Jesus. And the fact that it, the Bible, I love when the Bible said, he saw him from afar off. What no nearby. No, the Bible doesn't clarify how far apart they were, but we can use our vivid imagination. Right. And that just goes to show that the love of God, the love of Christ is not too far. We can't go away too far for the love of God to come and catch us and meet us where we are when we're in our time of need, when we not, when we're suffering. Because that he was suffering. Yes. And he, he was wanted to be free. Come on. That was a part of his humanity, despite the fact of where he was. Just like it's a part of our humanity, no matter what we may be going through, whether we're going through something with our children, whether we're going through something with our health, with our finances, with our minds. Come on, somebody, because the mind, that's, that, that's the enemy's territory. It can be if we allow him. And so the enemy had gotten a hold of this man's mind. We we may not know. This man probably had a good paying job. Come on, somebody. Had a lot going for himself, but something happened along the way. Come on. That allowed the enemy. Because when you give the enemy a toehold, just a just a little bit. Marvin, I feel you, sis. Go ahead, let loose. Go ahead, sis. <laughs> Oh my God, let me tell you how this is a blessing. Let me tell you, you, me and you, gonna, yeah, we're going to talk. Let me tell you how this is a blessing to me because I promise you, I've been dealing with, I'm dealing with something right now and God, 
he just remind me when in our in this little time that you don't deal with the person, but you deal with the spirit. Because yes. when you deal with the flesh, yes. it gets a mess. When you deal with the flesh, it tears up some more. But when you begin to speak to that spirit and you put the name of Jesus on that thing, it gotta go. It's got to go. It gotta go. So it's like it, so this is blessing me so good because. I was like, God, how do I handle this? How do I deal with this problem? And he just reminded me because you're trying to deal with it in the flesh. My God. The flesh can't stop. Because you, you, what you do is the more you talk about it, the more you agitate it, the, more, the worse it gets. The bigger the hole gets. But when you set yourself aside and you begin to war in the spirit mm -hmm. and you deal with the spirit of the situation, of the individuals or whatever it is, I guarantee you, Jesus is going to take the, that's the most high going to take care of everything and it's going to be destroyed. So I, I, I love the fact that the people, the people tried. They did what they could. Yeah, Nothing could stop him. Yeah. Nothing could contain him. And that's what we we be trying to stop people. We be trying to contain people. We be trying to change people. But we have to understand that people are going to be people. But when we are the child of a king, we have the authority to speak to the spirit. So we can tell the spirit to settle. We can talk to the spirit and say, move. We can tell the spirit to go with the authority. As long as we know and understand who we are and whose we are and that we got the authority. Ooh, hallelujah. I, I, am, I am a daughter of a king and he gave me authority to speak to that spirit. He gave me authority to speak to the sickness. He gave me authority to speak to my finances. He gave me the authority to tell that situation, you won't kill me. Can't no curse kill me. Can't nothing stop me but me if I allow it. So we gotta, we gotta know who we are in Jesus. A, not just knowing who we are in the natural realm. We gotta know who we are in God. Yes. And when we, when we realize who we know who we are in God, man, the better we'll be. The better we'll handle situations in our life. The cares of life is what happens. We be doing so good, and then life happens, and we forget who we are in the midst of life happening. We forget who we serve in the midst of life happening. But if we hold on to who we serving, then we serve a mighty God. We serve a God that can change around anything. Anything. Man, anything. A situation in a, in, in a matter of a snap. Yes. Yes, There was something in the back of that man. That man, that man wanted to be free. He just couldn't do it in his own might. Yes. So it was the life of the most high that he saw. He saw a life that he could see in nobody else, that he couldn't see in the people around him. But it was a light it, that got to be the most high. And I have to. There's something on the inside of me that's yearning, pulling me to the light to, to fall down on my knees. Come on now. Come on now. Because that's exactly what he did. And you know what? Let me Let me just backtrack a little bit. You know, because sometimes, you know, the people that God has in our life, our circle, when they know that we're going through something and they're trying to help us, it's, it's not that, what am I trying to, let, let, me, let me just say this. The people tried to help the man. They just didn't, they just couldn't do the way Jesus had did it. Uh -huh. They tried 
to keep him from hurting himself. That's why they was trying to bind him up with them chains. But at the end of the day, like I said, even your, even your closest friends, even sometimes your family members, they can give you all the advice in the world. They can say, child, this is how I would do this. But at the end of the day, what does God say about the situation? That's why we, as believers, we got to go to God in prayer for ourselves. We can't always listen to what people are saying to us and go and do what they're telling us to do. However, God can use anybody. Now, come on, he used the donkey. But at the end of the day, that's what that discernment, we have to use discernment and know what is godly wisdom and what is ungodly wisdom mm -hmm. for the situation that we find ourselves in. Come on. And you know what, too? It's like, it was I, crazy. I did a live today and I was just being, it was one of the transparent moments. And I was just saying, like, we have to take accountability for what we do. And we can't sit in the seat of victim anymore. It's time to pull ourselves up and allow God to clean us up. There are some things that we all battle. There are some, some, some demons that want to attach itself to us. There are some spirits that don't want to, there are some spirits that really don't want to let us go. Yeah. And we have to acknowledge that thing. Hey, but I want to be free. I yes. want to be made whole. I want to I, I want to be everything that God has called me to be. I don't want to be stuck no more. I don't want to be in the seat of, uh, of depression. I don't want the I don't want suicidal thoughts to run rapid mm. in my mind. I don't want my health to be all out of whack. I don't want my family to be torn apart. So let me speak to the demon that that that's trying to over overcome and overtake my family. Let me speak to you, demon. Let me tell you to go on about your business. Let me speak to the demon that's trying to hold tight to my finances. Let me speak to the demon that's trying to keep my, my health at, at, at in a bed. Let me speak to it. And it's okay to speak to it because you got the authority. I don't know why I keep hearing that, but I thought, so to whoever need to know, they need to be reminded that you have the authority to speak to every demon and every spirit that's trying to overtake you and it shall come off you. Yes, it will. Yes, it shall come off you. Don't let nobody tag you. Don't let people tell you, oh, you'll never be you'll never be clean. You'll never do right. Don't let those words be spoken to your spirit. I don't, if they say you, you rebuke it right then. Because if it be in your mind, once the enemy gets your mind, he got control. Come on. Once now. he gets your mind, come he has now. control. So you got to, we got to start speaking on man. It's so much going on around us. Yes. It's so much people. Yes. Are, a lot of people going through a lot of stuff. Yes. And, and the enemy is trying to kill, literally. He said that he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he is on job. So what that means, what that's telling me is, I got to be on my job. Because I said, because my father said, not just because of me, but my daddy said I'm going to live and not die. My daddy said you can't destroy me. My daddy said you can't have me. That's what my father said. So if he said it, I believe it. Yes, yes. And I'm going to speak it. So we got to start speaking life, no matter what it looked like. We got to start speaking life. And we that, that, that those scriptures spoke a whole lot because it, it just let us know that no matter what he was dealing with, there was something on the inside of him saying, I want, I want to be, I be, be free. free. I don't want to be like this. 
Because I'm gonna tell you, I, that 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 thing yearning, it pulls. He yearning for the light. I want that light. Yes. I know what the, I know what the, all these demons are saying to me. They don't want me to be free, but I'm going. I want to be free. You can be free in these, man. You ain't gotta be in bondage. Ooh, sis, girl, nice testimony time. Because I remember last week I talked about how, you know, certain things that I struggled with based on the environment that I was in. And it's just, it's so ironic. I used to smoke weed. I was a mm -hmm. weed head. And I remember, oh my gosh, when I started going back to church, when I, when I finally... I told God, I said, Lord, take me as I am. I had rededicated my life like two, three times. I said, God, take me as I am with my faults, my flaws and all. And I remember in my closet, in my apartment, there used to be the dungeon. That's where we would smoke at. Mm -hmm. So I had my Bible. I had my blunt. And I opened up the word. And the Lord led me to this word about, I can't remember the exact words, but touch not, not, not to put certain things to your mouth. I forgot the, the scripture, but I read it and I said to myself, I'm not going to do, I, you're going to deliver me from this. You are going to deliver. I don't know how you're going to do it, Lord, but you're going to deliver me from this weed. This was around Lent season, just like how it is now. Now, since this was almost 20 years ago. Lent season came around and our bishop said, okay, you're going to have to come. You're going to sacrifice something. Name one thing that you can give up. And the first thing that came to my mind, I said, I'm going to give up weed. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, I still had a little stash left over. I was like, uh-uh, I ain't throwing this down the toilet. I'm going to smoke it up. But I said once, um, can I be real, y'all? Listen, I, I don't, I, I don't have time to be phony and fake. This is real talk. This is what I was messing, what I was dealing with. Make a long story short. After I had gotten, after I had smoked all of my weed up, at the end of that Lent, I didn't want weed no more. Wow. God had took it away. Because I knew it, despite what I was still struggling with, that one thing that I knew that had me in bondage, that one thing that I knew that could probably mess up my brain, mess up my lungs, I sacrificed it and I gave it to the Lord and he took it away from me. Wow. But it was only through the power of Jesus Christ by my willingness, I had to want to be free, and that's uh, come on, come on. That's that's what that's what it's gonna take. Those of you all that are struggling, people can tell you you need to change, but you have to come to a mindset: I need to change, Lord. I can't do this by myself. I need you to help me. And when you get to that point where you say that prayer. There is no secret what mm. God can do. Come on. What he did for me, what he did for Marvet, he'll do for you, but you have to want it for yourself. So, Lord, so Marvet, in the last few minutes we have, for somebody that has been set free from certain things, but you got they got some people that's still bringing up their past, that's questioning, causing them to question their identity, not knowing mm -hmm. who they are. What would you say 
to that person to encourage them? So, <laughs> now listen, I know you ain't seen my live today. I know you ain't watched my live today. Mm -mm. Because I literally said that I'm not going to let nobody have me in a place where I stay back there. Mm. So when I want to encourage you, no matter what people think they know or what you share with them, I'm, you're not a victim to it. You're not a victim of your traumas. You're not a victim of your path. You're not a victim of your pain. You're not a victim. And don't let nobody else victimize you and victimize you and don't you victimize yourself. Jesus. So let me encourage you that when you're having a conversation with somebody who knows your issues and knows about your past and knows about your flaws, when they go to talk to say, I, I was, hmm. but I'm an overcomer. You change the narrative. You change because guess what? God is still writing your book. The book is not closed yet. Your story isn't over. Somewhere so a lot, so what I, I at one point in my life, I took over the pen and started writing for myself and made a mess of it. Jesus. And I surrendered the pen and gave it back to God. So in that, so no matter what nobody tell me, yeah, I made some flaws. Yes, I I, I was, yes, I lied on people. Yes, I've talked about people. Yes, I was a thief. Yes, I used to smoke. Yes, come I used on, to fuck people. On. Yes, I used to drink. Yes, I used to sell my body, but I'm gonna overcome because none of that stuff. It's who I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not a victim. Yes, I am a survivor. I'm a warrior from domestic violence. I'm not a victim today. I am an overcomer, and so are you. So when they begin to bring up what you used to do, say, yeah, I did. But I'm an overcomer. I don't do that no more. Even, let me throw this, even if you find yourself still struggling Ooh. in some of the areas that they say they, that, you, 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 that you done, so you know what? I'm still struggling, but God, but mm -hmm. the most of them, the, the God that I serve, he still got me and he still loves me. I won't be here always. It won't always be like, that's not just a song. It won't always be like this. I won't always be in this place. I won't always struggle with this. So whatever you may be struggling with, you won't always struggle, especially when you want to be free. That's it, sis. And don't let nobody tell you that you're going to stay there because you, you are a child of God. And God ain't going to let none of your children suffer. He don't want us suffering. And to close this out, the perfect scripture to close this out, who the son says free is free indeed. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Marvette, can you close us out in prayer? Yes, ma'am. Now, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God. We thank you, Father, for your goodness, your kindness, and your mercy. And we thank you, God, for everything that you're doing in our life right now and what you've done. Now we ask you to purify our hearts and cleanse our hands. God, we ask you that you have your way in the lives of your sons and daughters all over the world. Whatever it is that they may be dealing with, whatever the heaviness that is that may be on their heart, whatever the weight is that's on their shoulders, God, we ask you that you will release them now, God, and give them a peace that surpasses all understanding. Mm -hmm. God, we come mm -hmm. against the spirit of doubt, fear, we come against that demon of depression, Anybody that's battling suicide, we bind it right now in, in the, the name of Jesus. And they are free.
free. They shall live and not die. They are not their traumas. They are not their fears. They are Hallelujah. not their pain, God. Hallelujah. They are not their past, but they are made whole in you. And yes. for that, God, we yes, give you glory. Hallelujah. Well, God, we give you now, God, I say a special prayer for my sister Joy that mm. you touch her from the crown of her head to the very soles of her feet. And God, as she's walking and as she's doing the will of you, she stepped out of the box that she placed herself in, God. I ask you that you will blow fresh wind upon her ministry right oh, now God. in the name Hallelujah. of Jesus. And everything that she put her hands to do, wherever her feet walk upon it shall be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus, Jesus and God's name we thank you in your son Jesus thank you Lord amen 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 oh God y'all it can't get no better <laughs> Jesus hallelujah that's all I can say sis it's been a pleasure spending time breaking bread with you this will not be the last time Damn. We have so many things that we can talk about. We still got stuff to talk about outside <laughs> of this show. So yes. <laughs> I hope you all are blessed by this. I even if it's one person, somebody is going to get their turnaround. This is the season of turnaround. You have been watching Journey with Joy where you are encouraged, empowered, and enlightened. God bless you. Until next time. Peace.